G'day, welcome to Factum Agri. Today, a comment from me. The government's proposed changes to the emissions trading scheme and low slope map for stock exclusion came after repeated calls for action by many farmers and various industry groups and people who value food production in rural communities. In regard to the low slope map for stock exclusion consultation, farmers have the opportunity to make their own submissions to the Ministry for the Environment on proposed changes to the low slope map for stock exclusion. Specific farm-based examples of why the current stock exclusion rules won't work and what would need to be done differently to make the rules work on your farms are valuable. So farmers, this is a call to you to have your voice heard on this important subject. The options proposed by the government include a complete removal of the low slope map and its replacement with a fresh water farm plan. Keep the low slope map but have a farming intensity exception or keep the low slope map but have a potential alternative pathway through a freshwater farm plan. The second area are ETS consultations. The government is consulting on changes to the ETS and has recently released two sets of consultation materials an overarching review of the ETS and the role of forestry within it, and one specifically on potential changes to the permanent category of the ETS. The consultation materials can be viewed on the Ministry for the Environment's website, or you can contact your Beef and Lamb, Dairy and Z, or Fed Farmers representative for how to make a submission. The proposed changes to the ETS could help address the number of whole farms being sold for exotic forestry planting as a result of the increasing carbon price. These changes will go some way to addressing the risk of food production loss and export revenue for New Zealand. Changes to the National Policy Statement on Indigenous Biodiversity are needed. The government's new NPSIB is not the outcome farmers or New Zealand need. The government are not listening hard enough to farmers' concerns or the concerns of many respected biodiversity experts. The concept of biodiversity credits to incentivise farmers to protect and enhance biodiversity on their land is positive, but the proposed legislation remains fundamentally flawed. The definition of a significant natural area, or SNA, remains far too broad and limits what farmers can do on that land. Sheep and beef farmers are already looking after a large portion of indigenous biodiversity, with 24% of the country's native vegetation cover on sheep and beef farms. Secondly, only to the conservation estate. So it is critical that this work is recognised and rewarded. Biodiversity should be an asset and recognised as such. The NPSIB will add substantial costs and a significant time burden on landowners and likely still make biodiversity a liability. We have a choice to make in this country. Either we choose to support our farmers and drive economic growth from our food producers which underpin our economy or we support the devaluation of export revenue in favour of international polluters that provide no value to this country and continue in having no incentive to make real change to how they operate. That's all from me today. Thank you for listening and catch you next time.